Three wise men's letter Kenny's tradition in the latest Yule holiday edition. They're warned, keep it classy, lest their eyes go all glassy and spit from their drunken condition. <laughs> it's Thirsty Thursday, and that means we are once again hanging out at the produce stand. A podcast paying tribute to the great Canadian show Letter Kenny. <laughs> now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts about Letter Kenny out there, but this one always keeps it classy until midnight. I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is the lovely Tanya. And online, we have the very jolly Victor. No, squir- <laughs> no squirrely Matt today. Uh, he's, uh, you know, he's he's spending a birthday with uh, with his wife, so uh, we had to let him give him the night off. But uh, that's okay because in his place, we have. For her second appearance, uh, she loves tweeting about Animal Crossing, Letter Kenny, podcasts, and wine. She's a new teacher, and she's a patron, and she's a great gal. Please join me in making some noise for Eliza. Wondrous! Oh, my God! <laughs> Welcome back to the produce stand, Eliza. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. Um, I'm happy I really know the soundbite bit by now, so I know when it's actually ended. Yeah, yes, yes. You were very patient uh, this uh, this afternoon with uh, um, with Tyler on. He kind of jumped in a couple of times and and because uh, he didn't know when it was going to end. Uh, but uh, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair. <laughs> it is it is really really long and i it's like almost to the point where it becomes uncomfortable after a point but it's but it's a funny uncomfortable because yeah, yeah. you never know how what's gonna happen it's kind of a, a letter kenny uncomfortableness yeah. like, right. it, it kind That's of pushes right. it there and then it, it, it gives you that satisfaction agreed satisfaction. Well, <laughs> i'm glad i'm glad everyone's energetic right now given the day we've had um and and given the fact that we're one one person short to, tonight uh uh matt you know uh he's he's spending uh the night with his wife his lovely wife uh it's her birthday today yesterday was tanya's birthday um but again we have eliza we have eliza who's going to be more than uh, more than happy to fill the void eliza remind us where are you speaking to us from um i'm from portland oregon very nice well i, I hear portland's very uh, beautiful uh never Good. been myself victor have you ever been to portland uh, no, but uh, I hear they have a lot of trailblazers there. So, they must you know. not have trains. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A lot of trails too. I've been hiking a lot lately. Yeah, yeah, we got a lot of trails over around here too, and and same, same. This whole pandemic, that's all we've been doing is hiking. That's all See, we could do. And I'm fearful to take a trail right now because I'm like, where do I go to the bathroom if I have to? Like, <laughs> like there, there's no restaurants that are open right now. There's like. Mm. Like we're we're in another. You're in the bush. You gotta you gotta. Out. Don't you know how to wall well, sit like Gail? <laughs> yeah, I mean, is like, that <laughs> is that allowed or is that considered like indecent? Um, like, you're in the well, woods. The bears well, are doing it. You can do yeah, it. Well, yeah, there's a bear shit in the woods. I was gonna say. And, you know. <laughs> are you allowed to trailblaze? Like get the get the things. Going I think uh, yeah, that's what you have to do, Eliza. Last time you were here, you had just gotten your first uh, teaching job, or, or no, you were working at daycare. But but you've got yeah. news now. Yeah. So last time I talked to you, I was a teacher at a child care center, mm-hmm. um, working with elementary students on their distance learning. And now I'm actually in the classroom 
um, as a long-term substitute for a district. Um, so I'm there for the rest of the school year teaching fifth and sixth grade. And I Fantastic. love it. That's amazing. Congratulations. Cheers. Yes. I mean, especially during a pandemic to be getting a job Good and stuff. a teaching job, which I mean, they yes, can't be hard. Huge. It just fell in my lap and it worked out perfectly. Mm -hmm. And, and what, what grade are you teaching? I teach fifth grade um, English language arts and sixth grade math, um, but at a dual language school. Mm -hmm. So they learn the other subjects in Spanish with a different teacher. Oh, interesting. Oh, wow. They have that mm -hmm. in Portland. That's amazing. It's like French immersion up here, I guess. Oh, it's very common out here. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's super common in my area. Um, it's really hard to find a job right now because I'm not bilingual. Mm -hmm. And all of the jobs around me require you to be bilingual. And I was really lucky that I was able to find this job, even though it's a bilingual job, I was able to still get it. So, so were you like cramming by watching episodes of Dora the Explorer or whatever, just to get, well, get your I, Spanish up? <laughs> I have a background in Spanish. I can understand it. I just can't speak it. Right. So. As long as well, you know your numbers, you can you can do that in, in uh, yeah. math math Spanish class. <laughs> yeah, and, and and as long as you're able to teach English using English, then you're good to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there. Yeah, you go. but now I'm now I'm a little you know paranoid that uh, you know my reads aren't going to be up to to snuff. Although I'm hoping they're at least at a fifth grade level. So, uh, we'll, we'll great. So. Yeah. yeah, you can you can judge whether he's smarter than the fifth grader today. Yeah, oh, exactly. Man. I'm telling you, this online learning and our youngest is in grade two, three split. And uh, I'm like, sometimes she asks me questions and I just sit there going, oh, man, I should get this. Why aren't I getting this faster? I'm like, wow. OK, call in some IT help. All right. <laughs> Right. No, YouTube is the best resource. Just YouTube it. Yeah, YouTube exactly. How to do it. Tonight's uh, lineup is going to be Victor, Tanya, Al, and uh, our guest Eliza will have the last word. So how are you now? How was your week, Victor? Uh, it's been a crazy week. You know, I'm uh, every it seems like each week is getting a little busier as I'm uh, getting closer and closer to uh, uh, transitioning into my new role. So mm -hmm. it's uh, really busy at work. Um, and and so in the evenings, I really just veg out in front of the TV these days. And uh, there's a hockey game every night. Mm -hmm. uh, there's uh, baseball now mm -hmm. and and uh, uh, watching. Uh, we finished we were we finished watching You're the Worst. Which was again, I, 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 at first I didn't know what to make of the show, and I now I would say I totally recommend it. It's like a, a BoJack except uh, with humans. <laughs> so, I so think I saw yeah. that somewhere. What yes. Yeah, it's an FX show. So if you have FX, uh, you can catch it on that. Uh, I don't, well, in in the in Canada, I have no idea if FX is even a U.S. Mm -hmm. uh, thing. And uh, um, it's it a is. it's a half hour comedy. It's it's a dramedy. Dramedy, it's a dramedy, and uh, like I, I think I've said before, you mm. know the one that plays this the new villain in uh, the boys. Uh, she's mm. like that Nazi villain. Oh yeah. Oh she's, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Yeah, she's one of the she's she's the main uh, female mm -hmm. uh, um, character in the show, and mm -hmm. uh, uh, all the characters are great. Like it's just, but yeah, it's totally like a like a live action BoJack uh, Horseman, if you like that show. Mm. Um, and then, and then uh, we started watching you, which is, uh, um, which is pretty interesting. It's pretty fun. Some it's a little, it's like Dexterish, but it's not. Mm. Uh, and, uh, but it's, um, it's, it's like not the best show, but it's also a good uh, bridge if you're in between shows. Right. Uh, so, so we're, we're, <laughs> we're and, 
Yeah. If you need a, a show cleanser. Yeah, yeah. Well, this and, doesn't and sound there, like a there, cleanser. There's, <laughs> there's going to be a third season, and the second season is pretty good. It's even more uh, kind of interesting than the first. But uh, um, anyway, so been busy just vegging out. Oh, very cool. Tanya, how was your week? Oh, super busy week. So it's one of my best friend's birthday was on uh, Tuesday. Mine was on Wednesday. Uh, my sister's is on Friday and it's her big one. She's 50 and I'm so super excited. <laughs> we have spent so much time. I think uh, a month ago we started uh, collecting people's uh, contact names and um, getting them to send videos to us um, because we are in currently we're in a, a, a shutdown of 28 days. So um uh, we needed another way to try to find a way to pull everybody together and wish her a happy birthday. So thankfully, Alan has um, amazing skills and was able to put a beautiful video together and oh, put man. music. And yep. um, oh, my gosh, I, I've cried multiple <laughs> times watching it. And uh, I so can't wait to uh, to send it to her tomorrow. And uh, I just I'm so excited about it. So. Busy week, lots of fun, and uh, yeah. Oh, and the kids have been um, off this week too. We have our uh, March break was canceled, and now it's April break. So yep. uh, it's been uh, hectic trying to keep the kids entertained while we try to get some work days in. So it's been busy, busy, yeah. busy, busy, busy. <laughs> so yeah, this week has been crazy for me because I've been working on that little uh, video assignment, <laughs> a, a little project, <laughs> a little little project that turned into a big project, as as projects usually do, uh, and then. Uh, the Tyler, you know, mm. Tyler Johnston, uh, that, that, that happened this weekend. I got a, a, you know, that, that all happened really quickly. And, and I got a, a message from him this weekend and, and it just, so we, it's like, when he's like, oh, he gave us a couple of days and said, oh, Thursday would be best. But Thursday meaning we were going to have to have two podcasts because we were also having Eliza on tonight. So I had a video to Tanya's sister's video to do. And then I had uh, two podcasts to prepare for today. I'm tired, uh, but, uh, but, but excited. I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, Eliza, you said you already listened to Ty the Tyler interview, which wow. You already, you already put it. Yeah. Up. Yeah. I already put it on for patrons only. So oh, Eliza's okay. a patron. So anybody who paid to listen can already listen to it for the next week. It'll be on our regular feed next Thursday. Um, Such a great interview. Like, yeah. Really great. He was interview. so fun. He was so fun. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And the energy. It was yeah. just, he, it was just a great, great interview and uh, such a different person. Mm -hmm. Um, than, than, than his character uh, oh, for yeah, sure portrayed on the show uh, sure. just watch the, the the trailer to that new rom-com he's in with the one that he does with his uh with his uh partner i don't know if they're married i think they're just uh partners right now but uh it's a completely different yeah oh my gosh he's clean got like there's yeah. no wig no dirty way that yeah. that man is cute like he is a really nice and now man. tanya's also got to look up uh, an episode of an old show he was on because she found out that he he's, he's <laughs> He, there's a, a wee bit of a butt shot yeah, or more, more than butt. But anyway, uh, it's, it's not a, yeah, it's, mm. you got it all wrong. Uh, anyway. You got it all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, and speaking of just shows that we're watching, uh, because of the whole, uh, Kim's convenience being, uh, uh, I guess, I don't know if it's canceled or it's run it's, its course. Canceled. Is it it's, canceled? It's, it's canceled. Yeah. Which is yeah. too bad. But I mean, we're, we're, we've started watching it because just to see what the big deal was. I remember when it first came out, trying to watch it a few years ago, and it just didn't appeal to me at the time. Uh, watching it, watching it now, um, it, it I can see the appeal and I'm we're enjoying it. We're maybe Absolutely. what six or seven episodes in. Um, 
and it's it's enjoyable like uh so yeah because uh, there's a lot of people who wish it wasn't gonna it wasn't being canceled and and yeah, a lot of people I feel, who are I, yeah i feel it's run its course to be honest yeah but, uh like it's it's they're not they're not doing anything new and different anymore mm-hmm. right so yeah. it's, uh, i think yeah so we'll see. I mean, so far we're enjoying it. It's it's a lot of fun and funny. Uh, so uh, let's see. Because of the well, not because of the t- the Tyler interview, but as a result of the news coming in that he was coming on and stuff, we got uh, three new patrons this week. Uh, big shout out to Cool Breeze and Daniel for for uh, becoming patrons, and we got a new one today. I don't have his or her name yet, but I'll I'll shout him or her out next week. But yeah, three new patrons in one week. That's that's the most we've had since we started so that's that's exciting um and speaking of support we also have 36 new twitter followers so i'm going to try to get through these quickly uh (laughs) b-r-o-k-l-g uh emery kiblin eddie from illinois angry typewriter from chicago mr druin from gross point uh home of my, one of my favorite movies, the setting from one of my favorite movies, Ghost, Gross Point Blank. Sam, Private Idiots, which is an awesome web series based in Toronto. By the way, so the, if you, if anyone hasn't seen this yet, they should really check it out. It reminds me a lot of the Letter Kenny problems where it's like just two guys uh, and really well scripted, well acted, uh, funny and poignant. And uh, I feel like if they they wanted to, they can follow the Letter Kenny model uh, and get picked up for a series. It's it's actually really well done. Uh, and they're they're I think nine episodes, five or seven minutes long each long, so it wouldn't take long to get through them. Uh, really, really, really well done. Um, Stephen C. Barrett from Bowling Green, Kentucky. Matthew Purcell, uh, Kyle Linen from Urbandale, Iowa. Ari Gray. Uh, from California, Dave Kennedy from Marina Del Rey, uh, California, Jules, Christine Ann, uh, Jason Nicholson from Gahana, Ohio, JJ, Mike Grentz from Irvington, New York, Ken from Florida, Derek R. Johnson from Shelton, Connecticut, Chelsea, Kevin Rayborn, Molly Cat, Blake Blake from Minnesota, uh, Caleb Smith, El Frijole uh, Blanco, I believe that's White Bean. Um, Doug Venice, uh, Micah Seigel from Michigan, that guy in Cleveland from Cleveland, Bum Dick, Keegan Matheson from from Atlanta, KCC from Tampa Bay, Roger Merritt from from back in Chicagoland, Uh, Jared Bellini from Atlanta, Altered Minds from Dunedin, Florida, Uh, Derek DeSole from Rochester, New York, and Corey from Elkhart, Indiana. Thank you all for uh, following and hopefully for listening. Wow. Well, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. Last week, we recapped and reviewed episode five of season six, Bucky Beach. That episode was a unicorn. It received a fresh from Tanya, Matt, and Jack. And no, it received a a fresh from everybody. That's what unicorns mean. (laughs) I I didn't update my script very well. Um, (laughs) The uh, scientific Twitter poll doesn't exist (laughs) yet. Uh, Unfortunately, I forgot to put it out last week. I put it out this week and got a lot of uh, ribbing from Matt as a result. So um, uh, we will have the results of that Twitter poll next week. Uh, This week, we recap and review the Letterkenny Christmas uh, special, The Three Wise Men. Uh, So, Victor, have you done your homework? I did. Uh, Tanya, have you done your homework? Yes. I did my homework very late last night. Uh, And Eliza, did you do your homework? Yep, I did it earlier this week and then again once more today. Oh, I should wow. hope so. You're a teacher. You should always, uh, you should be oh, yeah. all for homework. 
<laughs> All right, we start with the cold open, which features the animated cast of Little Kenny outside the farmhouse having a snowball fight. Little Katie hits Little Derry in the face, causing him to cry. Little Squirrely Dan hits Little Katie in the butt, so Little Wayne hits Little Squirrely Dan in the balls. Uh, little Derry takes a shot at Little Wayne and misses, but that annoys Little Wayne, so he jumps Little Derry. And all the hicks laugh, except for Little Wayne, and we cut to the theme. <laughs> it was a very cute uh, cold open. Uh, Victor, what did you think? I thought it was brilliant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I loved every little bit of it. Have you seen uh, the, 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 the little Kenny shorts yet? I know there was something we were going to watch maybe. Oh, as- yeah. No, I haven't. Mm-hmm. I haven't. Yeah. I didn't I even thought, know. I thing. thought maybe something we should watch together yeah. and then and review together. Yeah, you know what? That's a good idea. We'll do like a like a live viewing and, and record that or something. Maybe yeah. that might be fun. I don't know if, if the legal the legalities of that, but I guess I start asking now. <laughs> yeah, I, I think as long as we're not broadcasting mm-hmm. the, the the thing that we're watching and only react broadcasting our reactions, we're good to go. Oh, okay. So yeah, we should do that then. Maybe a, a between uh, between season or at the end of this one, we can we can do that. Cool. Uh, yeah. So you, you, you enjoyed the, the cold open? Yeah, it was brilliant. It was uh, probably their quickest uh, open, I <laughs> yeah. think, out of all of them. Yeah. Uh, and um, and I think uh, they were the most animated I've seen them so far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Yes, they were, in fact, <laughs> animated. Uh, so, yeah, that's Little Kenny. So that's the kind of animation you would expect in those Little Kenny uh, uh, shorts. Yeah. Tanya, what did you think? How long are the shorts? Uh, they're what, a couple minutes, maybe three minutes. They're not very long. And there's only, what, uh, yeah. five or six of them? Not even. I didn't so. even know it was a thing. You can watch the whole thing in like maybe 15 minutes yeah yeah it's pretty quick they're 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 short but they're fun so is this taken from that or is this put in the shorts no no this cold open i think was was well not i think i've seen them it's this is a one-off but it's it's, they're they're just above the knee (laughs) they're (laughs) anyway what did you think i thought it was cute like uh the the animation kind of um mimics a lot of great um uh, Christmas mm-hmm. um, movies and stuff and, mm-hmm. and uh, kind of uh, frames it in that era. And uh, yeah, it was cute. Yeah. Wait till you see the shorts. The the voice acting is actually quite cute in, in those. Um, yeah, I, I liked it. I mean, it's short and uh, like to the point and, uh, you know, fun Christmas theme, Christmas music. And and uh, it, I'd never seen the Christmas special before. This is my first time watching it. So it was unexpected. Uh, and uh, but a lot of fun. What about you, Eliza? Um, I also really enjoyed it. Um, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the Little Kenny series, and I was really excited when I first found it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this was just kind of like a little Easter egg like thrown in there. Like, if you know about the Little Kenny, you're really excited about this. Yeah, um, yeah. Without knowing what Leonard, uh, Little Kenny is, um, I thought it mimicked um, a lot like uh, Mrs. Brown Boys. Oh, yeah, but... That's where I was, I was going with it first mm-hmm. in my head, and then, uh, yeah, then the Christmas... Yeah, the the art the artwork is similar to the Mrs. Brown Boys uh, uh, intro. Yeah. All right, uh, we go into out of the out of the uh, theme. We go into scene one in the farmhouse kitchen. Katie brings our brings out a basket of Christmas DVDs. Uh, Squirrely Dan and Derry ask her which movie she's picked for out for this year. Katie tables a conversation as Wayne walks in with a basket of Christmas gifts in a very festive mood. I to the fucking love Christmas. You know, I'm almost glad that it's already Christmas Eve and I don't have to hear you say that a baker's dozen times a day anymore. Got all your presents wrapped for Christmas there, good buddies? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's tradition, so, yeah. 
Derry says he'd like a beer and asks if the others would like one. They all say yes, except Wayne. He says it's Christmas drinks only. It's tradition and you don't fuck with tradition. He asks Katie if she has the box and Katie unveils a crate with liquor bottles from Christmas's past. Uh, Derry mentions how gnarly it is that they keep the bottles in the box and only bring them out once a year at Christmas. Well, there's good reason for it. I mean, who wants to drink? But a ripple schnapps. Well, whoever's having a nativity barn burner, likely. And who wants to drink blue caracal? Whoever's having a Mrs. Claus mo, likely. <laughs> and who wants to drink creme de mal? Whoever's having a naughty or spice, likely. I could whip up some Santa Gria. Mix them all together for a good old jingle juice. No, jingle juice makes spit. No spitting. We keep it classy till midnight for the main event. Oh no, American whiskey. Oh no, Irish whiskey. Canadian rye whiskey. I say fucking A. A shot of each at midnight for the infamous three wise men. Everyone hammers one. Three, yeah, four splitting hairs. Everyone hammers all three back to back to back at the stroke of midnight. Encourages everyone to keep it classy till then. To be fair. To be fair. <laughs> to be fair. This garbage assortment of drinks would encourage anyone to pace it. It's spit o'clock if you're not careful. Yeah, it's kind of a tough party. to only have one bathroom for. I guess outside as much as the dog does. <laughs> Despite the uh, potential spit fest, Wayne seems giddy. Do you want to watch? Is there any talk this may be being the uh, best Christmas party ever? Yeah, no, I uh, I may have uh, heard a heard a bit of talking about that. Hearing some of that talk. I've been hearing a little bit about uh, maybe it's a little bit of bad gas traveling a little bit fast in a town like this. Well, I've been hearing that people are talking and talkings are our people. <laughs> <laughs> well, pitter patter. Let's get Advent. Er. Next scene, uh, later in the evening, at still at the farmhouse, the Christmas party is in full swing. All the main characters are in there, including Glenn, Stuart, Enrolled, Riley and Jonesy, Tannis, Gail, and Coach, uh, but no McMurray's. Uh, everyone is behaving and chatting. You can see some of the guests are having a hard time stomaching the Christmas liqueurs. Uh, Wayne is in the living room admiring the Christmas tree with Bonnie McMurray. Uh, Wayne sits in his armchair with a very audible dad grunt. Merry Christmas. Wayne. Bonnie. Like how my outfits? Fit is a term you use loosely, but I like the spirit. Thank you, Wayne. You're up first for gifts. You got me a present? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's tradition, so, yeah. I'm tickled you thought of me. Proving it's the thought that counts. A disposable camera. Mm-hmm. Every good party ought to have one, I think. You know, getting photos developed after the fact is always fun because you don't know what you're gonna get. It's like reaching into a treat bag blind. Could be a sour key or could be a sweet tart. Thank you, Wayne. You're welcome, Bonnie. Maybe I could be your little helper elf tonight? Well, you're conveniently dressed for the part, but I'm not Santa Claus, so I'll respectfully decline. Let me know if you change your mind. I will. Can you even buy disposable cameras anymore? I'm just wondering if you can even get them. I have I have a bunch at home. Can can you get yeah. them like developed? Well, at Costco, yeah, yeah you can. Costco still yeah, does? Yeah. Um, for Halloween, me and my partner were tourists mm -hmm. and we had this we got a disposable camera, but we had to like go to like we went to like a random store and they had to like send it across the country to get it developed. Oh my God. <laughs> we got it after a few weeks. So a few weeks. Oh my God. No, I think if, if, if you go to Costco, you can get them in an hour. I think here. That's for digital. I don't know if any, uh, you know what? I have a role that is used. We don't know what the heck is on it. That's could exciting. even be d like a dead, could, yeah. could be a completely 
destroyed by now. But anyways, mm. I should take it up and put it on the desk and say, do you know what this is? <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor person at Costco will be like, I don't know what this is. As long as they're like 40 and over, they might know. <laughs> I should just take it around to people. I, should just <laughs> I like how Wayne gave Bonnie a job for her present. <laughs> You're going to photograph the party. Here's your present. <laughs> That's, that's your job. Uh, that's for the true. Night. Yeah, Wayne and Bonnie use the disposable camera to take a Christmas selfie. Uh, cut to the next scene. It's eight p.m. Four hours until midnight. Derry's at the bathroom door, but it's locked. You can hear someone throwing up on the other side. Derry reminds spitting. whomever it is. Sorry, spitting. Spitting. What? Okay. You can hear somebody spitting on the other side. Derry reminds whomever it is that the three wise men is at midnight. So keep it classy until then. Uh, Derry goes outside to take a piss. Uh, cut to a very drunk steward and rolled in the kitchen. Rolled notices some mistletoe hanging between them. So he goes in for a kiss and gets steward on the lips before falling to the floor. <laughs> cut, to the, cut to the living room where coach stands before Santa Wayne. Wayne hands him his gift. It's a chimney cleaning log. This reminds Coach of his late wife, Barb, and their Christmas tradition of making love for hours in front of the fire, as lovers do. Coach admits he hasn't been touched by a lover since Barb died, and he misses the touch of a lover. It's hard to find a good lover. <laughs> Wayne is sure he'll find another person, another dot, dot, dot person. He can't get bring himself to say the word lover. Uh, Coach says Barb was a tremendous lover. Wayne looks uncomfortable with where this is going. Coach goes into excruciatingly graphic detail about making love to Barb. Well, sounds like she was a wonderful woman. Big tits. Bert? You never noticed? No. Nope. You never noticed Barb's knocks? No. I would lay her down at night and I would say, knock, knock. Who's there? Big old boner in my underwear. She could make an ocean-fearing man go boating. Well, folks love boating, so... <sighs> she used to take my member in her tiny little fingers. Just roll it so gently, like she was holding a Soft cinnamon twist. You know, just getting it ready for the oven. Yeah, well, that's where those go, so. And then when the moment was right, <laughs> it entered her. Bonnie! <laughs> Wayne finally, finally calls out to Bonnie for help. <clears throat> Bonnie's reaction to the scene when she walks in is hilarious. His coach is sitting on the floor singing a love ballad. Uh, Wayne motions to her to, that it's picture, picture time. He finally gets coach to join him for a photo. After coach leaves, Wayne tells Bonnie he may need help after all. Asks her if she minds take, taking him up on her, uh, taking her up on his offer. Uh, uh, Bonnie's been waiting for Wayne to take her up on his offer for years. Uh, Wayne calls out for the next guest. It's Tannis. Next scene, 9 p.m., three hours till midnight. Squirrely Dan is at the bathroom door, but it's locked. Someone else is in it, spitting. Uh, looks like he's pissing <laughs> pissings outsides again, as God's intended. Uh, back in the living room, Wayne asks Tannis if she's heard any talks of this Christmas being uh, Christmas party being the, but Tannis interrupts with the salliest Christmas party ever. Wayne disagrees. He thinks it's festive. Then he hands Tannis her gift. Only she can't open it because her, her nails are, are still wet. So Wayne opens it and shows her an apron that reads, why are you all up in my grill? Is that an apron? Yeah, I can see it's an apron. Okay. Why would you buy a woman an apron? Well, I thought it was clever. <laughs> the text. What do I look like, my duda? I've not had the pleasure. What was the runner up to that? Vacuum cleaner bags or something? Oven mitts. <laughs> Oven mitts. <laughs> yes, they said hot stuff coming through. Might as well just said get in the kitchen and cook my dinner, woman. Well, that's not clever. <laughs> the text. You know you're sending a really chauvinistic message there, bud. Well, it's not what I meant. What'd you mean, then? I meant to say you're a good fucking cook. 
But you don't like dudes hanging out around your grill while you're cooking, so I thought it was clever. The text. Done being a cow now, or? Yeah. I'm sorry, boo. <laughs> I just, I'm a little sensitive sometimes. I'm sorry, right? everybody's a little bit sensitive these days, fuck. I know, right? So fucking gay. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne winces at the last comment. Tannis seductively moves in on Wayne and asks if there are any strings attached to the apron. They're interrupted by Bonnie, who quickly snaps the photo, coldly wishes Tannis a Merry Christmas, and yells out for the next guest. <laughs> <laughs> so well done. Uh, uh, Bonnie's pretty funny in this episode, actually. Uh, and I love how Wayne calls Tannis a cow, and she just takes it. <laughs> you can call her a cow. Just don't, you know, don't tell her to get in the kitchen and yeah, cook. Don't give her an apron, apparently. <laughs> That's right. Uh, next scene. Uh, it's 10 p.m. now. Two hours till midnight. Gail is at the bathroom door now banging on it as someone can be heard spitting on the other side. She reminds whomever it is that it's a marathon and that the three wise men are at midnight. She storms off outside to to practice her wall sit. (laughs) (laughs) Cut to the kitchen. We have Tannis and the skids chatting. Katie suggests they watch Rudolph. Tannis objects, citing the fact that Santa was such a dick in that movie. Roald adds he was a racist too, which he has no time for. It's nice, to, it's nice to see Tannis and the skids getting along after the whole fuss in the Backbush episode. Uh, Katie doesn't get why Santa is a racist. Did you just call Santa a racist? The landscape's not the only thing whitewashed at the North Pole. Yeah, and then Santa tells Rudolph that his nose makes him sick and then makes him cover it up. <laughs> Clear sign of prejudice, Katie. Guys, it was a different time, you know? It was made in the 60s, right, Coach? How old do you think I am? And how long can society keep making that excuse, Katie? Yeah, and the mental abuse. Physical, too. One is rarely far from the other. And then Santa has the Timbits to ask Rudolph to guide him around the whole world to every fucking house. (laughs) Rudolph got to guide Santa's sleigh. I mean, that's all he ever wanted. That's not all he wanted, Katie! What else did he want? Uh, reparations. You know what bugged me most about that movie? Is that the elf's biggest dream was to become a dentist. Not a race car driver, not an astronaut, but a dentist. Pull your finger or your ass, fucking elf. Highest suicide rate of any profession. Christmas cheer just hitting a real fever pitch now. <laughs> just then you can, you can hear Wayne calling out for Gail. Cuts a Gail in the living room. Wayne wishes her a Merry Christmas and gives her her gift. It's a picture of Uncle Eddie to hang in the bar. Mm, uncle Eddie. Well, what, what? <laughs> Your uncle. Why don't maybe stop saying that on account of you taking him down once, you know? Mm, I lied. It was more than once. Oh, Jesus. Jared Care Fetish ain't nothing to be ashamed of, Wayne. Young is fun, but old is bold. Face like an old road map. Didn't mind those dentures either. Wish I could pop mine out like that. Oh, bother. (laughs) (laughs) He's not your uncle. I was on his naughty list his last year. He spanked me with his cane like the bad niece that I am. Christ's sake, Gail, he's not your way. Was that part of the whole... Never mind. Bonnie! Bonnie comes in and takes uh, snaps a picture of Gail twerking in Wayne's face. <laughs> Next scene. It's 11 p.m. One hour until midnight. Uh, Stuart is outside the bathroom. Once again, you can hear the retching on the other side. 
Uh, cut to the living room. It's Glenn's turn. He's playing the didge for Wayne. Uh, kudos to the prop department for this visual gag. There are two Christmas baubles and a wreath at the end of the didgeridoo that Glenn's playing and <laughs> simulating. Well, you know what? Uh, Glenn. I missed the D again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> There's two Christmas balls in the wreath. I didn't see that. Come on. Oh, my God. I can't read and watch at That's, the same time. You know what? That's fair. I, okay. I, I, <laughs> Episodes twice needs to just be a thing. Yeah. Um, watching twice. Yeah. Okay. You should watch them. The visuals. All right. That's a good point. Good. Good, good point. tip. Yes. Pro tip right there. Thanks a lot. The pro tip. <laughs> From now on, always assume that there's a there's D, D somewhere in an oh, episode. D comes up later too, and it's hilarious. I can't wait till we talk about it. Uh, Glenn offers Wayne a turn for a toot. Uh, Wayne turns him down. Glenn's a little sad because he had a sermon all cooked up for tonight, but the church elders voted uh, to have a guest minister instead of him. Uh, Wayne offers Glenn his gift. It's a pitch pipe for for Glenn and his band, the Salty Treats. Glenn informs Wayne that the band broke up on account of one of the treats hooking up with another of the treats, sweeties, and they stuffed each other's stockings. So that was it. You're adorable, but why would you give me a pitch pipe of all people? Me, who was blessed by the Lord himself with perfect pitch to aid in the delivery of his message. Listen. (laughs) 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 Oh. Oh. Spirit of Christmas, it's now inside of me, Wayne. Oh, can we celebrate with a song? No. (laughs) What about a song? No, thank you. A A hymn for him? Glenn, why don't we just do a photo and we can keep this rig rolling? Okay. Glenn sits on Wayne's lap for his picture. Cut to the bathroom door. Riley is about to knock, but Jonesy comes out. He's had a spit, and Riley is about to do the same. But Wayne calls out for the hockey players, so Riley will have to wait to spit. Uh, Wayne gives Riley and Jonesy a framed collage of their Shamrockettes championship. Winning a ship brings pride and togetherness to a community. Now, he's all made us damn proud with your work with the Shamrockettes, and this is so he's never forget it. Riley and Jonesy are speechless. You can tell they're moved by the picture. Uh, Wayne calls Bonnie in to take the picture. Riley and Jonesy just kneel beside Wayne with dumb smiles. Wayne still thinks it's about the gift, but then they confide in him that it's all about the sex they're having with Snipes, who have returned to Letterkenny from school. Uh, Cut to the kitchen. Katie's still trying to get a consensus for which movie they should watch. She proposes Home Alone. It's practically the perfect Christmas movie. Coach agrees, uh, but not for the same, the reason you would think. That's a strong choice. I show it to my players regularly. You do? Yeah, it's a moving meditation on pain. Home Alone? Yeah, those two burglars should have been killed a hundred times in that movie. Right off the bat, the icy stairs Mark slips on, bam, that's a shattered spine. Or at his age, at least a slipped disc. But no, he gets up and walks around like he's just got a couple broken ribs, right? And then Harry walks in, Boom, shot in the balls with a pellet gun, and then his head is lit on fire, right? Any other snowflake will be on the phone with 911 going, hey, I got my head, my head's on fire. No, Harvey kept going, you know why? Because it's a fictional children's Christmas movie? No, because that movie is an expose on mind over matter. Harry and Marv were mentally strong, right? They had a goal, they fought through adversity to get to it. Now, they never really got it, but I'm holding my breath for part five because Marm <laughs> and Harry deserve it. <laughs> Can't believe they did four Home Alone movies. Uh, Stuart chimes in, adding that getting hit with a paint can would shatter your skull, killing you instantly. Uh, Katie suggests they need a lesson on suspension of disbelief in children's fictional Christmas movies. Uh, Derry and Squirrely Dan think, think that it's a dark movie as well. Uh, but here And here's why. 
What in the McAllister's house had any true value? Did you see what they were stealing from the neighbor's house? Cutlery, candlesticks. They weren't going after the big get. It was never about the big gets. Harry and Marv hate themselves. <laughs> That's why they kept going into the house. And volunteering for pain. Gladdens for punishments. Very real, very serious. Mentals disorders. And a treatable ones too. Of course, the first step being he got to ask for help. And for many people, that's the hardest steps. You're saying they subconsciously wanted to die. On accounts of their traumatic childhoods, most likely. That's why they hated <laughs> Kevin McAllister so much, because of his privilege. Which I sure have no time for. <laughs> Harry and Marv's are probably still out there to these. Sufferings in silence. Harry and Marv are in Vegas with tits in both hands and an ass in the other. They're champions. Okay. They're London Bridge and Victoria's Secret models on a beach in Waikiki. <laughs> okay. Uh, Katie then suggests the, the Santa Claus. Stuart doesn't like it. What if Santa died on Paul Bernardo's roof? Then Santa would be a serial killer, henceforth making Carla Homolka Mrs. Claus. Derry would watch that movie. <laughs> uh, that, set of, that set off an exploration on other serial killers who become Santa, like John Wayne Gacy or Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, the conversation's interrupted by Wayne yelling out for the skids. And production note on this scene here, the whole time this conversation's taking place, Gail is sitting between Coach and Squirly Dan, yeah. and she's playing with the back of Dale of Coach's head and, and with uh, Squirly Dan's beard it's it's so funny she's just quietly just kind of petting them and <laughs> it's crazy and everyone's just cool with it <laughs> yeah everyone's just fine with it it's just Gail being Gail uh, the skids appear before Wayne in the living room under protest they don't celebrate Chris, uh, consumers Christmas uh, Wayne tells him to shut the fuck up <laughs> rolled protests as well but then Wayne suggests that if the gift is, what if the gift is drugs so rolled tears the box open and finds a small medicine bottle they're pleased they ask him what it is Hallucinogens? D. Love the D. D. Vitamin D. Your pasty skin tells me you don't see enough sunlight, which can lead to vitamin D deficiency. Ever at it? Um. Trust me, you don't want it. We will not participate in your capitalist, patriarchal, non-paid rituals! Did you catch the little, uh, love the D from Rold? Yes, yes, I did get that one. <laughs> so you and Rold have a lot in common, I guess. I love uh, it. <laughs> Wayne gets up. Turns the skids around, calls for Bonnie. She takes the picture and then throws them out of the room, uh, then shouts for the Hicks. Scene seven, the Hicks sitting on the couch with their gifts. First is, first is uh, Squirrely Dan. He opens his carefully so he can use the ribbons next year's. Wayne applauds his efficiency. Squirrely Dan gets a pencil case. That's for your women's studies class. He's been reading my mails. Nope, just seen you skipping off to class every Tuesday with a pen, pencil, and highlighter wrapped in a rubber band. You know, there's no reason to be looking paw for Professor Trisha. Thanks, good buddies. Merry Christmas, good buddy. Uh, next up is uh, Derry's gift. Cologne. Buy issue sunscreen. Banana boat. Well, here's the scoop, and I'm going to tell you. Banana boat's not going to do the trick with you wearing your barn clothes every damn place you go. Now, when you head into town, you give yourself a few spritzes of that. It'll mask the smell proper. Thanks, good buddy. Of course, not wearing your barn clothes every damn place you go is also <laughs> a potentially fruitful option. And finally, it's Katie's turn. Her gift is a bootlegged Korean Christmas thriller sent overseas from his good buddy, Teddy Kim. Uh, produ production note there, Teddy Kim is referenced to Theo Kim, who directed and co-produced the Letterkenny Problem Shorts. Uh, Katie asks everyone if they've seen The Reindeer Effect. What follows is what can only be described as a homage to laughing as all the guests pop their heads into the room oh, yeah. from the doorway or from behind the Christmas tree. Has anyone seen the reindeer effect? The butterfly effect? No, the reindeer effect. I haven't ever heard of it. Reindeer games with Charlie Theron. Dennis Farina. 
Ben Affleck. Yes, please. No, the reindeer effect. <laughs> Ever seen it, bro? Never seen it, bro. Put it on. Yeah, put it on. Thanks for the gift, big brother. Well, now that that's sorted, do you uh, use been hearing any talk around town about this maybe being the uh, best Christmas party ever? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the clock strikes midnight and everyone gathers in the kitchen for the three wise men. Now, we honor the tradition of the three wise men. Oh no, American whiskey. Oh no, Irish whiskey. Canadian rye whiskey. I said, fucking A! You just want to know what Christmas is all about? Christmas is all about. I'm going to tell you what Christmas is all about here. Christmas is all about coming together with friends and family and putting your squabbles aside for a little wee bit. Oh. And that, friends and family, is why I, to the fucking... Last time, right? Last fucking time, fuck. Love Christmas. Here, here. Three wise Three wise Three wise They all take three shots with decreased enthusiasm with every shot. After the third and final shot, every single one of them looks like they're about to hurl. Now, let's all have a spit. And we fade to black. All right. That's... The episode, Victor. What are your initial thoughts? Yeah, my thoughts are festive. Um, <laughs> I, I, and by the way, Eliza, I noticed you haven't been laughing at my dad humor today. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's better. Uh, so, so I, I, I thought that it was uh, cute and uh, on point throughout the whole episode. It was exactly what it, what it was meant to be. Uh, I enjoyed it from beginning to end. I was engaged. Uh, uh, I didn't need to. Um, uh, second guess myself in terms of what the heck is going on. Uh, so it was easy to follow this time around. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I don't think that uh, Tanya will misunderstand or oh. what was it, what was in the jar or anything like that. <laughs> uh, wow, I, shots I, fired. <laughs> so I, you've, I been sh- was, you've been shooting fire, uh, shots know, every day, all day heck? today. You feel a punch know, in it's, just, it's, it's a, it's a release. It's a release. <laughs> you uh, insulted you know, Tyler's uh, hockey I, I team. Did, and, I did, I did. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I have to, I have to keep the straight, straight and narrow during working hours. So this is just the, this, this is, is your release. Yeah. That's right. Um, so <laughs> casualties will be had. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it was good. I, I really had a good time watching the, watching this episode. Mm-hmm. All right. And Tanya? Um, I think we need to take a, a Twitter poll on who uses the reference of spitting. Mm-hmm. I have never heard of puking, um, being referenced as spit. So I want well, a Twitter poll. On baby that. spit up. I mean, it's the same. That's it's the spitting up. No, I'm, I'm with Tanya on this mm-hmm. one. I've no, never heard of <clears throat> Yeah, yeah even though I corrected you, I'm totally with Tanya on this. I've never heard of puking as spitting, puking, vomiting, uh, being sick, but never spitting. I've not heard of that before, so I don't know if that where that's coming from. But anyways, um, with all of the the COVID uh, happening and and watching their Christmas party, I I kind of I felt <laughs> like a little like oh I can't wait yeah to I have, have the same people yeah. in a room together mm-hmm. and 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 to have that again like I I then just kind of had that wandering moment where I started thinking oh my god who are we gonna have over and mm-hmm. and and like just yeah it it just kind of brought this whole COVID stuff um into my mindset mm-hmm. anyways um the coach and Gail um <laughs> a, another great example of Letter Kenny taking um 
you know, a, a very uncomfortable, like, and, and just pushing that uncomfortableness to the edge and then, and then just, just there and then releasing it. Like, it's just taking it to that point is like, oh my God, like where are they, how far are they going to take this? And then there you go, Gail and coach never, ever, uh, let us down with, um, um, taking things too far. <laughs> I feel like your, your Gale tolerance is up now because it is, if this happened in season one, you would have hated it. Yeah. I really want, I would, I would love to, I, I should really do it on my own. I want to <laughs> do, um, like, I want to see who she is like, um, outside of I'll being, look her up. like, she's yeah. completely, ob- obviously, hopefully completely different person than her character. Just, she was on a pretty, uh, I forget the name of the show. Linda was just telling me the other day, she was like during the, I think that season she was on, on another kind of, um, pretty high spotlight show. And mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry, I just can't remember it. And it's, uh, a totally, totally complete opposite as mm-hmm. an actor. Yeah, she's uh, a serious uh, actor. Yeah. Like, uh, and, and in fact, uh, I don't think she's on any social media. Like, I think uh, I, I've tried to find her like on Twitter and, and Instagram. I can't find her anywhere. Uh, I don't think we'll ever get her on as, for an interview. Unfortunately, she likes pri- privacy. Yeah, I guess so. Which is kind of, just kind of funny considering the the, the character she plays. Her character is so loud, yeah. like yeah. so uh, out there. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, you know, okay. So I want to make another point. Um, love all the movie references. Um, love them, love them. And, and, you know, all of the conversations that they've had, I swear we've had, Mm. um, you know, the, the Rudolph, the red nose reindeer movie, um, and, and how inappropriate it is nowadays. Mm -hmm. Um, almost to the point where I'm like, should I be showing this to our children? I'm like, it it is a little, uh, Santa, um, just goes too far anyways. Mm -hmm. Uh, and home alone, like I never understood why that was a Christmas movie. Like if you gave that any other title, like, or, or took it out of the Christmas context, um, you know, absolutely yeah, terrifying. But you, but you can't like it, it it's a Christmas it's a movie. It takes place during Christmas. I so. never understood how that was a, a child's movie. Like here are people breaking into your house repeatedly. And it was the eighties. It's a comedy. Yeah, yeah. It's, I never, I just didn't. <laughs> like anyways, my favorite it. movie and they never said it was, um, national lampoons, Christmas vacation, mm-hmm. best Christmas movie ever. I need a Twitter poll on that one. <laughs> and, um, the, uh, the, the Santa Claus references, I'm wondering if other countries got all of our Canadian bad guys, um, all the references. Well, it's just the, the par- Paul Bernardo and Carla Homolka because the other two are, are American, but yeah. Oh, are they the, American? Eliza, are you familiar with Paul Bernardo? I'm not. No. Yeah. That, that was, a, are- that was a big story up here, but, uh, it probably wouldn't have uh, made, made the news down there. Although Carla did live in obscurity somewhere in, was, was it in the States or was it in Mexico in for, for a while? Uh, like after, so the long and the short, Paul Bernardo's is, uh, like, uh, extremely uh, hideous person who uh killed uh, a, a few like killed uh, women after having sex with them and actually one of his victims was his wife's sister who she helped him kill her uh and so so anyway they both went to prison he's still in prison but she got out because she helped in uh, turning like basically she turned on him and, and helped the police convict him so she's now she's been out now for a while 
and living basically in obscurity, knowing like she was in the States somewhere living a peaceful life. I think she even got remarried with kids and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, a disgusting thing. And killing was the least offensive thing that he did. Yeah, right, yeah, 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 for sure. And now I think she she's back up in Montreal or whatever, but she's trying to like under basically a different name, different identity. But every every time she gets found out, it hits the news up here and she has to move. And I, I, I don't feel any pity for her. Like she should have still be in. She should still be in prison but anyway um so it was a big big huge story up here especially in ontario i don't know actually even in the rest of canada how big it was but i know that uh, in ontario it was very big because yeah i'm pretty sure it was pretty big at the time anyway um Oh, it's my turn. Uh, okay, so the, were you done? I, I'm done. Okay, yeah. Yeah, this is fun. This is a lot of fun. I, I, I always like uh, the episodes where everyone comes together, and literally everyone was in this episode except for McMurray and Mrs. McMurray. Uh, they which, were represented. They, they were represented there by his sister, sure. Um, but yeah, it's too bad. I, I think it would have, although they crammed a lot into this one episode, so I don't even know how they would have been able to fit them in. Um yeah, and and everyone was doing their their best impressions of of themselves. Uh, Gail was back in f- Gail form, uh, and and so was uh, Glenn. I, I feel like if Matt were here, he wouldn't have as much to complain about in terms of furthering the story because I I really think there's a lot of like character development in this one too, especially with the coach character. We learn a lot about yeah. the coach character in this one. Yeah. Um, that his wife had big tits. Well, just just more about his like up until now. What do we know about Coach? He yells at his hockey players. That's basically all we know. And then during the golf course, the the Canada Goose episode, we learn he has a, a dead wife. And now yeah. we just learn more about his relationship. You learn that he's been celibate. You yeah, learn, you know, yeah. You learn a lot about him. Okay, you learn why he might be so frustrated these mm-hmm. days. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's true. There's, there's, there's a lot of insight and you also that he has a romantic side, uh, yeah. if, if you want to call it that, mm-hmm. uh, and that he's also very willing, very open uh, about oh my his, God, yeah. uh, uh, intimate <laughs> yeah. side. So, so yeah. And that's just, and that's just coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. He also learned that uh, both squirrely Dan and coach don't mind being in a sandwich with Gail while she's stroking them, uh, stroking their, their egos. So yeah, I mean, you know, uh, there's lots of fun stuff there. Yeah. There's a lot of character development in this episode for, for it being an extra episode. And in terms of the timeline, it kind of fits too, because they mentioned the Shamrockets, uh, championship win yeah. the only the only thing that doesn't get kind of get mentioned and it because it just happened and maybe uh they could just throw it away by saying that they're back in ontario is the whole dairy now has a girlfriend uh maybe uh and, and nick you know so yeah and wayne and, and wayne that's right so that that's the only kind of part that doesn't kind of line but up the with kind with, of reference i don't know Tan- nothing was confirmed in that episode when, and there, there was <laughs> when yeah. tanis asked about the strings on the apron and yeah. Wayne was like, nah. Yeah, so he so turned her not. down. So this is definitely after they they have that the breakup, but uh, yeah. maybe before um B- Bucky Beach. I don't know. Uh because yeah, there's no mention of of the either French girlfriends. And you're right, nothing was confirmed. But I mean, it was pretty loudly professed by a Nick that she's in love with Derry. So you and and look at her and look at him. I mean, if I'm him, I'm I'm holding on to that for all dear life. <laughs> uh all right. Um sure. <laughs> Eliza, what are your thoughts? Um I also really enjoyed this episode. Um I feel like a lot of like sitcom like Christmas episodes, they follow like a very familiar plot line. Mm-hmm. They'll like take 
like a normal, like they'll take like a Christmas story or something and incorporate it into their plot line, mm. which I really like that they strayed away from that. They mm-hmm. did something that was different that not like not a lot of sitcoms did um, where they just did a crisp, just a simple Christmas party. Um, I really liked the, um, how they used repetition mm-hmm. in this episode um, with the like that. Yeah, like the, that, that. That was really fun to me. Um, I just thought it was like a really like feel good episode. Mm-hmm. Um yeah i really enjoyed it um and then i really liked um i always love the skin scenes mm-hmm. i don't know they're just my favorite scene <laughs> um and when they went in to um get their gift from wayne um when Rold was opening the present stewart never once looked at Rold. <laughs> he's just his sorry. eyes are straight forward yeah and they were like, oh, you shouldn't have. Like, they were, like, he just saw it from like, his peripheral vision. But I thought that was so funny. Yeah. I rewatched it. So, yeah. But yeah, I thought it was really, I, I really enjoyed this episode. Yeah. They, there was a lot of, there was a lot of repetitive, repeated jokes in this one. Like, like in terms of the, uh, anyone here that this is the best Christmas party ever. So that was repeated mm-hmm. a bunch of times. The whole scene at the bathroom was repeated a bunch of times. Obviously, the gift giving was repeated a bunch of times. There's, and then the the homage to laughing, uh, that was kind of cute and 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 different for Letter Kenny. You don't see that kind of thing. Uh, the, <clears throat> this whole episode had a different kind of look and feel to it. And I, I you know, uh, I, I'm I'm wondering if it was a different writer. Actually, I'm going to look that up. And I think this was this was uh, it must have been in not the house anymore because. One of the shots is from the stairs, but it's further back from the stairs, mm-hmm. looking at the two rooms, yeah. looking at the kitchen and then the, the eating area. Yeah. And it was much, it was set much further back so we than learned, what they've ever who, done who, before. Who told us about this? Was it awesome or was it one of the cast members said cast that member, uh, I believe. the kitchen, the farmhouse kitchen was a sound, was on a sound stage so that they could shoot better on it. And you could tell because yeah, and that one there, like uh, in the first uh, season or so. That kitchen was too narrow to have some of those shots. Though. Well, it was. They kept on feeling bad. I, I believe it was um, uh, one of the the um, interviews that we did, mm-hmm. and we had were told that um, it's a it's a um, a working farmhouse, yeah. and that they rent it from the mm-hmm. homeowners, yeah. and then they made their own um, stage for it. Mm-hmm. So uh, you could tell in that one there that that was a different yeah. that was a different kitchen set. Um, and I just looking it up right now. And this one's written b- not by Jared Kiso or by Jacob Tierney, but by someone named Sonia Bennett. So there you go. It's a completely mm-hmm. I, I don't oh. know if she's written anything else yet on this one, but it it, it kind of would account for the, the bit of a different feel in this one, I think. Yeah, um, which is great. Like it's welcome. And, and I really enjoyed it. Well, there wasn't the, uh, the word, like the words didn't go so fast where Mm -hmm. you're like trying to keep up with it and figure out what it is that they're saying. Yeah. Um, you didn't really have to look anything up on this one. Yeah. There's a whole lot more storytelling in this one than, than the, the verbal kind of, uh, jousting for sure. Or the, what did, uh, what did, um, Anna call it jazz kind of like the, the, the riffing on each other on, on these different themes. This is different kind of storytelling Mm -hmm. for sure. Did you have any other uh, comments, Eliza? I think that was it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was I really liked it. Yeah. Let's go to ratings then. Victor, uh, what would you give this episode? Oh, you'd have to be a complete Grinch to give this anything <laughs> less than a fresh. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Tanya, what about you? Yeah. Are abs- you a Grinch? <laughs> uh, no, there was nothing wrong with this one. Absolutely. Um, um, it's a fresh. Yeah. 
and I mean, I agree. I'm, uh, you know, uh, this this is a fresh episode. Uh, is it uh, my favorite of the holiday episodes? It might be actually. It might be Halloween was was my favorite. Now I think this one may have, may have taken over uh, my favorite of the, the the holiday episodes. And Eliza, you are acting on behalf of Matt here, so no pressure. But uh, <laughs> you you get to decide whether this one's a unicorn or not. Oh, I also gave this one a fresh. Oh, uh, right. Oh, my <laughs> God. And Victor has turned his background. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I regret nothing. And I wonder if Matt will regret being here. Um, yeah. Uh, it's a solid episode. It's a lot of fun. Um so there's not much bad to say about this. Now let's go on to top fives. Uh, let's start with, oh, Victor, <clears throat> does this uh, touch your top five? Oh, it, it might touch it, but I, I'd, I'd have to do a, a bit of research to actually figure out if it needs to fit in there or not. So let me, let's just keep it a, a, at a safe top 10 right now and uh, leave things as they are. Okay, uh, I will let I'm, you... I'm, I'll yeah, let you marinate on too, that. Uh, then. Yeah, I'm much too tired to be doing that work right All now. Right. <laughs> uh, Tanya, let's see. Does this touch your top five? You, after making a huge uh, point to Tyler today that Fartbook is still in your top five, will it, this push Fartbook off? No. No. This is when I like I started <laughs> understanding the skits. I appreciated them. They had value. Not just like a strange dance scene on the on the side. No, well, and now it, hurt, it doesn't hurt. On. It doesn't hurt that you think that uh, he's that the Stuart's kind of cute too, right? Oh my gosh, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Fart book stays on. That's now that you know, that's not his real hair. Yeah, and that's not his real hair. Oh my gosh, yeah, no, it stays on, and I um no, I'm not pushing anything off. No? So. All right, uh, I'm looking at my top five here, and uh, you should do a holiday list. I could. I mean, so far we've had what three holiday specials, so maybe we should we have could. like top holiday lists. Four, four. I think there's four. We had Easter, we had Halloween, and now Christmas. And I, oh, and St. Patrick's and Day, St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. Day. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So four. All right. Well, maybe we can. We'll, we'll table that one uh, for now. It's not going to touch my top five just because my top five is really, really s- solid. Um, and, uh, I can't see where, which one it would knock off. Eliza, don't expect you to rhyme off your top five, but maybe talk I about some. Them. Oh, you have them. All right. Oh. She's Give a them teacher. Some. Of course. Hey, she this, has is not her, this is not her first rodeo. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> Hit me. Um, and I also, I base my top five on what you have reviewed so far. Oh, perfect. Right. Wow. You are just, you're, you you're are on it. So on some, some, I think you're a scholar or something. <laughs> Um, so at number five, I have Letterkenny Talent Show. Mm-hmm. Oh, good one. I, it's on mine. Um, number four, I have We Don't Fight at Weddings. Oh, yeah. At number three, I have Sled Shack. At number two, I have Puck Bunny. Interesting. I, yeah, I, yeah, I realized that these were not some of yours. And then mm-hmm. number one was a fuss at the golf course. Oh, that's a great one. Of course, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Matt would take issue with your, uh, with, with one of them for sure. And that's the wedding one. Uh, oh. I know that he had, he had some strong, strong, strong concerns about that episode. And, and I do concur with him. I agree with him, but, uh, not to the point that he would, uh, uh, completely berate the episode, but uh, yeah, uh, uh, but that's that's fun. I, I, I like that list. 
Yeah, that's a, it, it, I like it too. It's it, it does uh, differ from some of what we have. So we are we always like the differing opinions. Uh, Puck Bunny is interesting, and so is Sled Shack. Uh, any kind of sp- specific things you like about those two? Um, with Puck Bunny, it was specifically the Katie and Angie dynamic mm-hmm. the interaction. Yeah, that I think made the entire episode. I so enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with Sled Shack, um, I'm trying to remember now. I made my list like a few days ago. Right, right. Was that the, was that the sashimi episode? I think it was. Sushi, sashimi. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly why. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah. Very it's good. Really, he made that episode too, so I really enjoyed that one. <laughs> okay, time for the postage.store MVP. Victor, who's your MVP for this episode? Oh my God, you got to give it to the three wise men, I think. What? Really? Are you, that's a cop-out. Come three on. wise men. The whiskey? No. no because, because the spitting is like the, the whole thing that tied throughout the whole episode, right? Really? And it's like everyone had to pace themselves just to get to the end. So what you're talking end, about, Victor, is the theme of the, of the episode. It has nothing to do with the MVP. Theme. Come on. That's not a person. Oh, come on. All oh, right. boo. I mean, what did you think about Glenn or... or, or uh, I, I, no, no. I mean, it's so hard, right? Bonnie Wayne. It, it, there's so it's hard, right? Because every you had everybody there except for the McMurrays, mm-hmm. and and it's like you know trying to say who's your child. Like they were all so good. One, <laughs> like I, I, I almost feel like one of the funniest scenes for me. That that the, the thing that made me laugh most is what I already called back to Annette Scale, just standing there in silence, ca- <laughs> caressing uh, Coach and and Squirrely Dan while they're having those mundane conversations, which is the thing that Tanya is missing so much. Yeah, uh, I, I, you know. Um, for me, I, I would say, you, you know, it's like she, she came out of the dugout and, uh, and, and, you know, she, she saved the game. Okay. So I, I, yeah, I really liked it. So um, three wise men or Gail? I'll give it to Gail. Okay. There you the that's one typically serving the three wise Pick men. <laughs> that's Barry. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, Gail. Awesome. Tanya, who is your postage.store MVP? Um, Oh my gosh, it is hard. Um, like Victor said, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to Wayne. Um, he was the one that was doing mm-hmm. the gift mm-hmm. giving. He mm-hmm. was the one that was trying to keep everybody in check to get to the old wise men, and uh, um, um, he was the constant that was in with everyone, calling mm-hmm. calling people in. So he he has the show for sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, that makes a lot of sense. He has a lot of time there. I'm going to go off script a bit here. I think I'm going to give it to Bonnie because I really Aww, thought. You're your of course you are. Chosen. No. What? <laughs> Matt? I don't know. She was <laughs> I, I legit. Okay. They gave I, her a lot to do in the, like a lot more to do in this episode than usual. And mm-hmm. some of her reactions were, were subtle, but really funny. Like yeah. when she walks in and looks so bothered with, with, with the coach scene. <laughs> That's hilarious. And Tannis. Or oh yeah, exactly. When she dis- when she dismisses Tannis really quickly, I thought it was fun. I mean, it could have been given to anybody because everyone had a, chi- a, a chance to shine in this uh, episode. But because Bonnie, for the first time, I think this is her coming out episode in terms of know. stuff for her to do so far. I she, can't think of what, the the whole um, in, the, in the hot tub. 
in the uh, <laughs> no no i'm thinking the dragon's den um she was she was the she was, host. She was in, in, introducing the she was the yeah, host she, she was, was fine like, there always too. calling back to him and the other one too where she kept on changing her outfit she mm-hmm. was yeah. interacting with oh well with that's Wayne just she was just time. she was that's eye candy in that she was just yeah. she was just being trotted literally trotted out for people to yeah. look at her and this one here she's actually doing something she's actually acting and actually being funny i thought she was really funny in this so i'm going to give it to bonnie Liza? Uh, and she took a, she took uh, pretty good pictures as well yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know if that's her but anyway uh, eliza um my mvp goes to katie ah. um i really liked all of like just her reactions because she was just so like mm-hmm. normal in the show and everyone else was just being so I guess abnormal. Yeah. She's uh, being the straight man during all those uh, ridiculous conversations. Yeah. 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 So I just, I really enjoyed Katie's character in this episode. So I'll give it to Katie. All right. She was the, she was the most wholesome. Yeah, she was. But, <laughs> and, and she was just trying to pick a movie. She's trying to get everyone to agree on a movie. I feel bad for Katie. Yeah. No, she's great. All right. Uh, let's see. Moving on to, I don't, I don't have any Twitter comments, although there might have been listener comments, but I just been too busy with other stuff. So uh, the only piece of news I have, and it just happened, was uh, Tyler Johnson was on the the podcast this afternoon. Uh, We had an amazing time with him. He was uh, there was a point in the podcast where I feel like he's he he relaxed. And and I don't know. I think he came in when we started it. He was treating this like any other kind of uh, quote unquote media interview and and not being guarded because he was giving us good answers. But there was some point where it felt like, oh, and then he just kind of relaxed. And and we even like because uh, he'd given us a hard stop and then uh, um, uh, we were able to we got another extra uh, an extra 10 minutes with him, which was great. He even got up and grabbed a beer in the middle of it which was like vodka or vodka right he was going for beer but he came back with vodka so it's like i think he felt like oh this isn't like a you know stuff i don't know it just felt like he let go and it was more like a a chat like we usually have on the podcast so i really appreciated that and for some reason it just made it so fun Mm -hmm. um eliza you said you 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 listened to it like uh before uh coming on tonight uh because you're a patron you got to listen to it what did you think um, I enjoyed it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked some of the insight he gave, um, mm-hmm. especially when he talked about how him and Rold's chokehold mm-hmm. kind of an improvised thing yeah. that they just kind of came up with themselves. Yeah. I loved that. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was really curious about that. So I'm really happy that that question was asked because, yeah, yeah, that was, that was a great question because I was really, yeah, I was really wondering what was going on with that. I forget so, who asked that question. If it was uh, Crystal or or Stephen or Redbeard, one of those three, I think were, were the ones who asked the question. It was a good question to ask. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, uh, he, again, he gave us some great answers and, 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 uh, and they weren't, they didn't feel canned. They felt like he was actually even, you know, he, uh, he'd mentioned that was, he had a story in mind about something, but he couldn't quite remember it and like 10 minutes later he said oh let me go back to that story i wanted to tell you guys and told us a story so that kind of told me that you know he's uh he he understood what we were going for and the five we were going for and he he was giving us some some gold so uh yeah it was a lot of fun victor uh you know i know we we were all kind of like really happy with it Uh, you want to give your thoughts Oh yeah, just very authentic, uh, and uh, I, I, you know, you know, uh, agreed. Like I think as soon as he found he 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 learned that we were uh, good old Canadian yeah. uh, mm-hmm. uh, kids, 
uh, he, I, I think that eased him into things. But I, I kind of felt he was uh, eased in right from the start, to be honest, like mm-hmm. uh, much more so than uh, K-Trev was. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I just, he just, he seemed comfortable right yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, and, and he was, he was giving us uh, gold right from the beginning. And mm-hmm. you're right, he, he, there was a sense that he became a little more comfortable, mm-hmm. but he was already comfortable. It's, it's a kind of already be kind of sitting in a lounge chair and then yeah. getting lounge in it yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so it was just uh I, it felt good I, I i think that it's a really I'm, i hope uh that it will be a very nice uh episode to for folks to listen from the very mm-hmm. from the from the first bell mm-hmm. so yeah. um I, I i felt really great about it and i hope that he goes back and and shares with his mm-hmm. uh uh cast uh, members and friends that what a great time he had and that it's not just another interview yeah i so, hope so too uh yeah. k trev gave us some really really great stories uh and mm-hmm. he and i feel like he did kind of uh, get more relaxed later on as well uh but uh you're right uh, uh, uh tyler uh started from the beginning relaxed but it just it it progressed like it, it he he well right from the yeah. get-go like the shots were fired of course <laughs> oh, that's from, right you know what i bet you that broke the ice because right off the bat and victor and, here he just uh yeah. shots fired and then uh tyler <laughs> turned off his camera like yeah. he was leaving because he was like offended yeah. and that was it like w- the laughter started right from from the beginning yeah. and uh it just carried and as you guys said he just kind of it was like that uh sitting back and and that comfortable conversation yeah unfortunately that part of the the, the episode will not be available to our regular uh, listeners but that was because that was part of the bef- before we started recording uh uh-huh. <laughs> victor made a snide comment about uh uh tyler. oh that wasn't on the, no, the Ty, Ty, did you know tyler was a big canucks fan because he is like he he lives and dies I, by I, his no I, I i knew he was yeah. yeah so uh so the fact that you made that joke was uh <laughs> a bit of a risk, but it panned. And it was it, it, it was comical. It. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. He played uh, right risk, into high it. Reward is, yeah, his high risk, high reward. His reaction was classic. He turned his camera off, so he went black, and we're like, "Oh shit, we just pissed off the guest." And uh, <laughs> but then he turned it back on, and he was all smiles, and and it was great. <laughs> um, I did want to point out mm-hmm. that um, when you interviewed Kay Trevor, mm-hmm. well, I was the first guest after that. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Oh wow. So nice. I was the first guest after that. So Eliza, so can I can I schedule you for next week again? <laughs> oh, you have also really good. So you're the link. Yes, you are you're a lucky charm. <laughs> that's that's crazy. This is kind of like final destination, except I guess reverse. I don't know. Yeah. Um <laughs> we're gonna book you every other week now, Eliza. You're now the every other yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, 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 I can do that. <laughs> uh Tanya, what did you think? Of of uh, yeah, Tyler, yeah, uh, fantastic! Like really, really, so much fun to uh, to chat with him and uh, hear his stories. And um, it was just, it was comfortable. It was, mm-hmm. it was, it was just an enjoyable conversation, and uh, it was really great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's always a little bit of nervousness leading up to one of these when you're because you're you're taking some of their time and, and their time is in high demand and you want to make sure you don't do anything stupid but to ruin it, like not press record or not share your sound like I did at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> um, 
and so you're you're so worried like i'm so worried about that stuff that i'm so amped up that it takes a while to to ease back into the interview uh but yeah i felt like with tyler it was easy and uh so kudos to him uh, for for making it easy for making it feel easy i knew to- i knew al was uh nervous because uh, this morning we were having breakfast and we took the day off today mm-hmm. and uh i said i'm just gonna have the interview in my pajamas like i really don't need to <laughs> get dressed today and uh he's like uh no you need to get dressed we're wow. having an interview with Tyler. <laughs> I mean, yeah. come on. And then our seven-year-old grabbed my hand and said, I'm going to give you a makeover. And I thought, oh, shit, I'm going to look like a unicorn. I'm going to look <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Uh, closing comments. Uh, Victor, do you have any? Uh, just again, Eliza, thank you. You seem to be our, I, I guess, lucky charm. Mm-hmm. And um uh, it just thank you so much for making time to come on with us. Hopefully, again, this is uh, this is maybe hopefully will be a kind of a regular thing. Um, it's always a pleasure to have you on and kind of get your thoughts and views. You're always prepared and and you always have a lot of really interesting points to add. So, uh, just really really appreciate uh, what you bring. Yeah, Tanya. Absolutely. I I agree with Victor 100%. I love your points of view. I love listening to how you see things Mm -hmm. because it it gives me a different angle to to look at it. And uh, I I appreciate that about you for sure. Um, And you're our lucky charm Mm -hmm. for sure. Like um, we need to, as Alan said, we need to uh, bring you out. Uh, at least once a month, if not every other week, and uh, <laughs> and uh, share your time more. Congratulations again on your uh, on yeah. your job, and thank you so much for coming out tonight and spending some time with us. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers, yeah. So uh, my, I mean, my they've already. I'm going to echo every what everyone said. Thank you. I mean, for being a supporter, for being a listener, you've been there. You know pretty early on uh, with, with some of our uh, DM uh, group members and, and, and one of the first patrons and one of the first, I think you were our first guest listener. So, uh, I mean, you're You're our first first everything. So, and, and, you know, they say you always remember your first. Uh, So uh, (laughs) (laughs) thank you for that. We will be sure to book you in again. Um, you know, let's, let's chat about what the next episode you want to do is, and let's not make it too far out so that we can make sure we have another cast member on after or before. (laughs) Um, yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts or your final thoughts? Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This is such a blast. Like, <laughs> honestly, so fun. Just a great way to spend my Thursday night, uh, Thursday Thursday. Yeah, great. This is just a great time. Um, I as I enjoy Letter Kenny so much, and I'm so glad and thankful that there are other people in the world that also love and adore Letter Kenny as much as I do, and get as much enjoyment out of it as I do. Because it's just it's. Also, just like through the pandemic alone, mm-hmm. it's yeah. just been such a light in, during this pandemic. So yeah. I'm really thankful for the for the show. I'm really thankful for you all dedicating extra time for the show and um, at dedicating time for this podcast and just adding so much more content about Letterkenny to mm-hmm. the universe. And I love it. So thank you all too. That's great. Thank <laughs> you so much for those words. All right. I'm going to play us off here. Uh, well, I couldn't find any music from this episode. It was all Christmas music anyway. So Give I'm just, go. I'm going to play us uh, one of my favorite songs from a previous episode. This one's called I want to go uh, by summer heart. So let's get this one going.
you didn't want to play uh, Fuck the Pain Away, like you had playing in the garage and accidentally had it out playing for Whoopsie. the neighbors. I was out uh, doing some spring cleaning on the on the weekend and I had a letter, oh. the letter Kenny. Oh, by the way, we have a letter Kenny uh, Spotify playlist. So if anyone it's called the Protostan podcast podcast. Uh, playlist on spotify where we throw all of the songs on that from every episode that we re reviewed and so yeah uh saturday it was a beautiful day i was outside all day so i put that playlist on because i'm i wanted to hear some new different music and uh i let i went into the backyard for a second and came back and peaches was on and, and tanya was like that was blaring the neighbors are, are listening to to fuck the pain away i'm like whoops <laughs> <laughs> So I had to quickly turn that off. Anyway, and that's all we have for this episode. Next week, we have our regular season recap with our buddy and emerging TikTok star, Dean Giles. If you'd like to support the podcast, rate us on iTunes or become a patron. There's a Patreon link on our site or Twitter profile at ProtostanPod. If Twitter ain't your thing, we're also on Facebook and Instagram at ProtostanPod. Thanks for joining us. Now we're going to down some whiskey shots and, give, and then go have a spit, uh, which won't bode well for a lot it tomorrow morning at work on behalf of Eliza, Matt, Victor, Tanya, and myself. Thank you for listening and have a great week.